0: On today's episode, we talk with the Blaze Orange Army. Where are you going? What are you bringing? Howdy and welcome to the Where to Hunt podcast, the podcast that connects public land hunting enthusiasts. Today's November 19th, 2019. It's Tuesday. Did I say Tuesday? I might have. Look, we are mere days away from the Wisconsin gun deer opener. I know there's been gun hunting going on in Michigan and Minnesota, um, and I know we have listeners from all over the country, but look, I'm from Wisconsin, so I'm particularly excited right now for the upcoming weekend and uh, you know this segment is near and dear to my heart. I mean, near and dear to my heart. Uh, the the where are you going? What are you bringing? You know where are you going to go hunting? And what are you bringing? You know why is it special? What are the, some of the traditions you're doing at deer camp? So I hope everybody is listening in on to this episode on their way up north, out west, wherever they're hunting in the car. Um, you know I hope I hope it's just an enjoyable episode. Thanks for everybody that called in. Had a lot of good banter back and forth. And uh, I'm just jacked. I'm just jacked. I'm going to Grant County and I'm bringing my 30 out six. Uh, bolt action Remington uh, 700 with a Nikon Monarch scope bringing a case of bush light or as uh, the you bet you guy would call it a bushel and that's that so super 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 excited to meet up with my dear camp buddies and uh, family so let's get into the show I keep messing up my words I'm trying out a new scotch tonight I'm not sure how I feel about it Lafroy, LaFrog? I don't know it's pretty smoky So anyway, let's get into it. Uh, Backwoodsgrind.com, one of our title sponsors, or the title sponsor, I should say. If you go to backwoodsgrind.com, it's no joke, everyone should know that their website smells like coffee. So if you haven't checked it out, you're gonna wanna go there and just take a whiff. I'm telling you, it's the real deal. Uh, But I recommend their sampler packs. That's what I always recommend if you're getting into their coffee. If you've already had it and tried some blends. I like the Camp House, I like the Fireside. Those are both really good. Uh, if you want to save money on their products and their coffee and uh, smell it for yourself firsthand out of the bag, freshly ground to your liking, uh, you can enter in code w 2 podcast and you're going to get 10% off. Additionally, if we uh, switch boots, we're going to talk about Gumleaf USA. That's gumleafusa.com. Uh, these are 85% natural rubber handmade boots from scratch. Uh, they have a couple different models. I wear the Royal Zips and the Wellies in early season. The Royal Zips are insulated with some neoprene, so they're going to be a little bit warmer into the season, albeit I wouldn't take them into too cold attempts. And with the gun opener being around 40s, they're going to work great. So, um, you know, these are these are boots that are not like others. You're not going to find these at big box stores or other boots similar to them at big box stores. These ones aren't at big box stores. They are handmade. And... Uh, You're just not going to find the boots like them. The comfortability, the durability, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But just go take a look for yourself. Check out the video on their website. It's pretty cool. You can enter in code W2H2019 for free shipping. And then additionally, uh, I've been wearing, for those that listen to uh, the episodes in and out of the different weeks and months, et cetera, uh, I've been wearing this Venato uh, fleece flannel a lot. It's basically the thing that when I get home from work, I put on immediately and... I've been wearing it a little too much. You know, I wash it. I don't put it in the dryer I let it dry naturally and or air dry. And, uh, you know, my son just, it's a puke magnet. It's so comfortable <laughs> for him and his little bald head. And it's super comfortable for me. I just, I just love it. It's warm. It's comfy. It's whatever. It's, it's like I live in the damn thing now. So, uh, I gotta, I gotta restock up on a couple of additional, so I don't have to be on a rotation of one, but if you want to take a look at Venado. um, you know, just a super great product, VenatoInc.com and up until tomorrow uh, or whenever you're listening to this, basically it's November 20th, the code where2hunt, so that's the word where, the number two, the word hunt, will save you 20% off um, of their apparel. So take a look and then they give 2% back to conservation. So just a great company, great brand. And then lastly, uh, oh man, catch my breath here, a shameless plug. If you haven't heard of the Where2Hunt app, um, by the way, where to hunt podcast is also an app, uh, go to where to and it's free for Android and iOS. It's an app that helps you avoid other hunters in the woods. So when you get to a property and you see a bunch of other trucks and cars, uh, you can open the app and if there's a dot, you can stay the heck away from each other. So a little bit of awareness, a little bit of safety. Um, if you're concerned about, you know, Hey, I don't want to share my spot. That's fine. Don't use the app or you can download the pro feature pro version for two bucks, one time purchase. And you can go incognito with your own private hunting party group and you can live track each other and stuff like that. So if you're tracking a deer and you wanna know where someone's at or you know, doing a deer drive, it's helpful. So that's my shameless plug. Um, and then lastly, shameless plug number two is if you haven't left a rating or review for the podcast, it'd mean a lot to me and Greg if you could do that. So we'd like to hear the feedback and see what y'all are thinking so we can continue to improve or you know, for doing stuff that you like, we can keep doing that stuff too. So anyway, that's what we got. Let's go ahead and get into W2H, Rut Club Radio. All right, Rut Club Radio is brought to you by Heated Hunts. If you've not heard of Heated Hunts, go ahead and check out heatedhunts.com. That's heatedhunts.com. I know I talk fast, so I got to make sure I'm enunciating. Um, They make a product that heats up deer scents, it's pretty straightforward um quite the concept i remember my dad was showing me a magazine uh clip from like 1994 of uh you know just user submitted content of ideas of how to improve your hunt and you know this is 1990 something right and these guys were putting deer piss into a kettle burying a hole in the ground putting some coals in getting them heated up and then they were heating up deer piss in a a pot you know in the deer woods so it's a lot of work uh it's 2019 fast forward a whole bunch and we don't have to do that anymore you can get a heated hunt heated scent dispenser and put a couple batteries in it and it heats up a wick Uh, you dangle that from a tree branch and it makes the piss that you're heating up more natural at the temperature that it was intended to from nature so to speak so um, there's a lot of science that goes into what happens when that scent is heated and how it travels and how the molecules break up etc but at the end of the day i think that's just kind of um, more what the animal thinks is fresh so if you want to check out Heat Hunts, go ahead and go to heathunts.com. and for 15% off, you can enter in code W2HPODCAST. So we'll go ahead and redeem that, and additionally, I was really, really, really sick last week uh, after Tuesday night, so I sh- I'm i sorry, but I shit the bed on doing our call out to the winners, so I will do that tomorrow for both last week and this week. So we'll have a number of uh, callers entered into the Wheel of Death, and we'll call off two winners. So... Um, thanks for everybody that called into the show. Let's go ahead and get into the Club Radio. Oh, we do have a caller. What do we got? Who do we got?
1: I put an earpiece in here. Yeah,
0: you can do that. Yeah. Uh, it says you're screening, so I'm going to wait till the screening is done. If you try to dupe me, I will drop you. I hope you're real.
1: Drop you like a bad habit.
0: Yeah. When a hog get a attitude, drop it like it's hot. When a pranker calls into the we to Hunt podcast, drop it like it's hot.
1: Oh, hold on. Satellites are linking.
2: Blink, black, blink black, bloop, bloop, blick, black, bloop, blink
1: blink come on. Holland, Michigan, it shouldn't be a, but it could be. I I think, wow, it's taken a long time to process. What did they say into the mic? Probably donkey punch stuff or something like last time.
0: (laughs) Two colors, two colors, two colors. So we got, ooh, I know this guy. Howdy from Holland, Michigan. You're live on the Where to Hunt podcast.
3: What's
4: up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? How we doing tonight? Good, how are you? Howdy-doody, Clay. Oh, I'm very relaxed right now. I'm uh, sitting in my hotel room. Not yet. I want to, though. Not yet. That is so no really honest. And uh missed your wife dearly,
5: so you're, um, you're not stressed.
4: Nope, not stressed at all. I was stressed last weekend, and for about the week and a half, prior to that, sitting in my sitting in my blinds and stands, not seeing much of anything. So that was very, very frustrating. But uh I was we did have our gun opener in Michigan on Friday, which I was out uh with my father in law. Uh we hunted some uh some state land up north on the Pier Marquette River and we, we saw a lot of tracks, lots of deer activity, um a couple rubs. Not much as far as scrapes go, but we, we saw where they were coming in and out of the woods, feeding on acorns like crazy. And oh, you had acorns, eh? What's that? You had oh. some acorns, eh? Oh, yeah, you know, they were eating up them acorns like real good, you know? So there was a bunch of activity right around there. So we thought, uh, we thought we'd put our blinds up in that sort of area where we had some decent shooting lanes and all that. And okay. come to find out, nothing, there was nothing that happened all day. We sat from dawn until dusk and saw not one deer. Not one.
0: What did you snack on?
4: I snacked on, what did I have? I had sunflower seeds, I had a couple protein bars, what? and some jerky.
1: Mm. Wow, that's a good, yeah. Sounds like an excellent dinner. Oh, yeah.
4: I should have brought a book, you know, but I don't know how to read so good. So, words are hard.
6: <laughs> Baseball
1: Friday. You should learn how to read a little bit.
6: See, <laughs> so you didn't see much. No, I didn't
4: see anything. We saw more deer on the side of the road on the way to and from our hunting spot than they, we did.
1: Were they napping deer, sleeping deer, very tired uh, ones?
4: Permanently napping. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were permanent. Well permanently darn, man. But you got some
1: good
0: time in though, so that's that's good. And I know we're gonna miss you at Deer Camp this year.
4: Um, not happy about you know,
0: that. I don't. I just want to punch someone in the face. I'm not sure who's gonna be the brunt end of that,
1: but probably gonna be me because I'm your replacement.
4: I would say, you left. <laughs> <laughs> but
5: yeah, yeah
4: I mean, down here. So I'm down. I'm actually uh, down here in Columbus, Ohio, right now. And as soon as I crossed the border, the size of the deer that I that I saw on the road, uh even you know in the fields and all that, they are they're monstrous down here. Okay. Good yeah. baby. That's right. Urban here so right even, there. Yeah, I I've been even thinking about like the possibility of getting an out-of-state tag and coming down here trying to find some public land down here next year. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to I call in and say Ohio. hey, how you guys are doing? And
1: Ohio tags are supposed to be fairly reasonable for out of staters, and I know some guys from Ohio don't really care for that, but it's a it's a pretty affordable hunt, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, hey. I'm glad you called in, man.
4: Thanks. For- yeah, absolutely, guys. Hey, have a good night. I'll be watching. I'll be watching on the uh, on the app. So
5: that's great. Good.
4: All right, we'll talk Thanks. to you <laughs> soon, buddy. Right. We'll
5: see you later.
0: Alright, so we got our next caller coming on the line. Uh looks like it's Matthew out of is it Lansing, Michigan? Uh Matthew, you're live on the show. How you doing?
2: Hey, good. How are you guys? Doing well, man. Thanks for calling in. Yep. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good show you got going on. Would you I'd call in and Hey. Thanks. thanks. Wish you luck this weekend. We We're We're had two our kids. Uh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I was hunting Michigan yeah, over guys... with that last guy.
1: Sure.
0: How'd you do?
7: And, What'd you see?
2: Uh got a six point on Saturday. Saw plenty of does on Friday. Was hoping my brother would get a doe, but no luck for him, so. Sure. They...
1: You guys just have a kind of an interesting um kind of set of rules and regulations you get it sounds like you get a restricted and a non-restricted buck tag am I right in thinking that
2: yes so I use my non-restricted tag on that but if you're hunting in a CWD area like mid-Michigan is all CWD you can use sure. either tag for anything really
1: hmm. okay
2: they kind of and, loosen up the laws and
3: so
1: how does that work? So if you buy an archery license in Michigan, and do you automatically get two restricted tags or do you get a restricted and non-restricted tag for bow?
2: No, you have or, to have a combo license.
1: Uh, okay, so that's, so that's gun and, and bow then? Yep. Okay. So those but are your, you your also, two bucks tags for the
2: year? Yep, yeah, you only get two for the year. And then okay. you can also, during during archery season, you can use one of your buck tags on a doe as well.
1: Interesting. Hmm.
2: <clears throat> they really just want you to so you... smack all the deer, it sounds like.
1: <laughs> right. So, go so, ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead.
0: No, I was typing.
1: So you got a, a six pointer and you're waiting waiting for you were hoping your brother would shoot a doe. Sounds
2: like Yep. Yeah. He, he hasn't shot a deer before, so I put him right in my spot and said there was doe here last That's night. Perfect. Hopefully you perfect. can get something and he ends up walking out, but
0: Okay. How long is the how long is the gun season there? Uh,
2: about Yeah, two your
0: weeks
1: season. for the I was going to say, your two season two weeks, isn't it? So
0: you got, what, one more week to go? Yeah. Your
1: yeah, last goes with our goes with yeah, our first day. A
0: yeah, little we'll overlap. Okay. Yep. And, and um, is that – so are you going to get out uh, – are you out, like, this whole coming week? Do you have off of work? Or are you going to try to get out on the weekend again? And what does that look like for you?
2: Uh, next week I've got some time off. Uh, luckily it's Thanksgiving, so everybody has yes, a few yes. vacation days. And then I'm going to take sure. an extra day during that week. Um, and then during the later season, there's also like a late doe firearm. And yep, we have that in too the, coming out. And then the CWD area, it's like any firearm is allowed. Um, so it's no longer just muzzleloader for that later season for muzzleloader bucks. Huh.
0: Nice, man. And you're on public land?
2: Or private? Uh, mix mix of both. The one I shot okay. this past weekend was on private. Um, the doe I shot earlier in the season was on public.
1: That's it's, all good. It's nice to spread it around a little bit. You don't overpressure your, your especially if it's like the, the small pieces we have, you know, they're mm-hmm. under, under 40 acres. Well the private I hunted was 7 acres. Oh, there you go. small slice there. Yep, I've got a a little five-acre piece, and then I have a 28-acre piece that I can hunt. Oh, yeah, okay. So it's good to not overpressure it, though, and you'll have other options with all the public around. Yeah, I don't want to burn it up.
0: Yeah, that
2: that definitely helps. I noticed a few of the places I found online recently I wanted to scout, and there'd be eight cars, and it's like, I'm moving to the next Mm -hmm. piece. It's a
0: challenge. It's definitely not easy. You know the fact that you got a dough on public. That's a that's a trophy, man. That's a nice meat trophy right there. I mean, I had a shot at a doe on public a couple of weeks ago with this guy here, and yeah, um, you know, I didn't take it. She was real young, and you know, I want to hear the you killed a baby for my wife. But uh, I also thought that she was going to draw on a buck. You know, I don't know if she's a hot doe or not, and I thought, well, if I drawing her right now what are the chances of Mr. Big Guy coming down the line right. chasing after her so I figured let's just not I would have felt right. bad she's just feel so small
8: that's, that's
2: me what, yeah. I haven't really I hadn't really seen Bucks chasing much until this weekend when I let those does pass like right at last light you could see one of the Bucks go through nose to the ground chasing after him but that was the first time all season so
1: Yeah, it's been mixed results. I mean, we've heard people seeing, seeing deer and, and chasing and, and doing things, and, you know, there's plenty of people out there that put video out that bucks are along with does mm-hmm. and, and pushing away other bucks, and, you know, they have success that way. Yeah, you, when we were out,
0: not this past week, but two weekends ago, uh, you had, you had heard some
1: rut action you heard two bucks fighting and uh, fighting i heard grunting and mm -hmm. i had the buck probably about 40 yards away i could see the the red brush moving i could hear him could hear him grunting i could hear him rubbing and and, you know the branches hitting his antlers and then anytime something else would come you could hear something else walking around out there and then all of a sudden he'd take off grunting and chasing after it again Mm -hmm. so there was something going on back there just couldn't see what because it was so thick well, right. Pretty that's, pretty cool encounter.
2: That's ex- yeah, it's exciting to be out there and listen to. So.
1: Yeah, it is cuz you just don't know if it's if it's coming your way and when it's coming your way. You just try to be ready and I was pretty much on the ready until it was time to get down. And after I got down, I could hear him grunting and chasing something around out there. It's like, well, he's not coming over here. He's pretty happy where he's at.
0: Well, cool, Matthew. Uh, cool. Dude, thanks for calling in, and uh, you know, out of Michigan too. Good luck the rest of your your gun opener season, your gun season here, and continue to follow along. Um, I have two give outs to do because <laughs> I got sick as a dog last week and totally dropped the ball on that. So I'm going to spin two wheels of death, and uh, you'll be entered to win a heated hunt uh, product. So stay tuned for that. Well, I we'll got your name in the in the hopper here. So,
2: all right. Well, good luck to you guys this weekend. Thanks, Thank you. man. You
0: Appreciate too. it. all right next calling in as long as i don't hang up on myself (laughs) don't do it we got alex from oshkosh wisconsin what's up buddy
9: hey man how you doing
0: good it's been it's been i feel like a couple of years but i know you
9: follow along (laughs) i do what i can you know Busy, and i know you've got your family and everything so that's that's life right
6: you
0: got it man
9: no that's that's how it goes but uh
0: you always get nice bucks every year uh and you're hunting public or private
9: i gave up on uh public land after going about four years without seeing a deer and now i hunt private land in richland county which it's probably one of the top deer populated areas in the state and Yep. Not many people know this, but it's actually a mountain range out there in southwest Wisconsin, um, the Ocochi Mountains and uh, Driftless region. And oh shit, it's also a call lot it more work. Country. <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: it's a ton of work.
1: It's a ton of work.
0: I was out. Did you hear the Driftless Drifter drifting episode?
9: I, I didn't know. I'll have to, is, I'm guessing that's available on demand somewhere.
0: Yeah, it's on the I don't know, whatever you consume podcast. So we spent some time out on the drift list. So anyway, sorry, and we're gonna be going out Greg's coming with to deer camp. Uh um, just
1: past Richland. over yeah. in Grant County, so it should be pretty should be pretty fun. I've hunted turkeys out that way, but I've never had the opportunity or made the time to go out there and hunt deer. I uh, always hunted around the, the marshes and stuff around home here, so should be different. Yeah. You weird not it, um, getting my boots wet.
9: I wish the best of luck. Um I'm so grateful to have the opportunity that I do. I've got some family members that just built a house out there on the side of the, the mountain and uh I can literally sit on their porch and I shot a 10 point buck from their porch while watching the badger game a few years ago. So Wait, you're sure good, not hunting in
0: the, be, in the UP then, right? This is Wisconsin what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Not- yeah <laughs> <laughs> sound like a youper. No offense. I know a lot of youpers. Uh-huh. Just
1: saying. That's awesome, dude. I'm, that's really freaking cool. Was he eating corn or was he eating uh, uh, other bird seed?
9: <laughs> well, he was, he was running down the hill, and it was going to the oh. corn and the soybean field. So um, no. that's where After, he's heading. Because but he heard, because no, he heard no baiting, you split the paddy door open.
6: <laughs> he's like
0: oh <laughs> i know what time it is oh that's cool man so uh you're I'll in the driftless excited, region yeah. and uh i mean have you been out this season so far with a bow or a crossbow or what do you i know i think you have a crossbow if i can remember correctly
9: yeah i got a crossbow went out a couple times this year i see plenty of deer i mean i see a couple dozen deer a weekend and it's not that i, I don't have the opportunity to shoot them it's just that you know waiting for the big ones to walk in front of me and I switched from a compound bow to a crossbow about five years ago because I missed a 12-point buck at about 20 yards away, and never making that mistake again. And uh, like I said, it's great being able to have that private land opportunity, and um, hopefully this year I'm able to get a couple of them. Being able to, last year we got, finally got a rangefinder this year, and I can.
0: Oh, nice. Found out
9: the shot that I got was. A lot farther than I thought, but it was right through the heart, like all of them. So being able to hit them at it was almost 150, almost 175 yards, somewhere in that range, and um, being able to do that is it's really it's a lot better than a crossbow, where they got to get right in front of you.
0: That's good shit, dude. How how? What is the range on that crossbow? Like accurately was 50, yards? Eddie, get out of here! Come on.
9: I'd say it's probably Dog about fifty yards, maybe maybe sixty five, yeah, if it's a big deer and you want to take a chance.
10: Okay.
0: I think uh, our buddy Mike borrowed your crossbow the one year and ripped his seats with the with the, uh, the broadhead. <laughs> oh
9: boy! Wasn't didn't he have a that lease a, too? That was a shit show.
0: Yeah, he had a <laughs> lease car and he shredded oh. the shit out of his seat with the broadhead. <laughs> and we were like, we were like. In a swamp, just l- the most covered mosquitoes I think I've ever been in my life. I think that was my breaking point and his too. And we're like,
6: fuck this.
0: Let's just go get breakfast. And I think he forgot it in the woods or something. So he had to go back later and get it. Oh, my.
1: <laughs> the truth comes out now. on a
9: podcast. <laughs> hey, look,
0: it was not me. It was my buddy, Mike. Mike, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I heard sometime.
9: that mosquitoes are bad.
0: Fucking <laughs> Bug devil bugs, moved. man. <laughs> terrible just terrible but no that's good so you doing, and then you're going out for the gun opener
9: yeah of course uh heading out Friday after work and gonna make about the three hour drive southwest to Oshkosh and hopefully will be able to get one of those big ones we've seen in on pictures and trail cameras on people's pictures on their phones from their bird feeders that there are 10 and 12 point bucks everywhere. They're just not there when I'm there and where I am when I'm sitting down at the top of a mountain on top of a tree stand. So it's frustrating.
0: That's frustrating. So gosh, I mean, that would be fun because you probably have like, Oh, I'd love to take like a 300 yard shot with my scope on my rifle, man. Just sniping deer.
9: It's almost like you're hunting on in the mountains. Like you're out in Colorado. It's such a steep slope. And, one reason I don't take a shot on a lot of deer is because I don't want to have to go and get them. Um, I got a messed up foot. I don't know if I remember that, but we had to drag out a yeah. doe I shot with a crossbow a few years ago and had to go through thorns and carry it down the side of a hill and had to go over a cliff and almost died. So I prefer not to do that anymore.
0: <laughs>
9: You're earning you got
0: to get, get a four-wheeler, buddy. <laughs> so uh, we got a
9: ranger, but it's too steep. <laughs>
0: Oh, I suppose. What's that mountain range called again?
9: It's I, I can't pronounce it because it's a Native American name, but it's the Okochi or Wakochi. Um, the Witch it, it's, it's, That's what it is. You can flop a, a slap of Google on there, and I'm sure it'll give you some more information on it. But it's it, it's really steep. I mean, and it's a really unique property too, because there's a cave on it, and uh, I'm thinking I might sit on top of the cave it's looking over pretty much a sheer drop and you can see for half a mile you could probably shoot a deer if you wanted to.
0: That's fascinating. This is cool, man. I appreciate the call because that was something new to learn. I'll have to fig- I'll have to do a little bit more Googling and we can talk about it next week when we go back on to figure it out. The Wisconsin range. I'm seeing a lot of Googling called the Wisconsin range, but
1: Pinocchio Hills or something like that. Pinocchio Mountains,
0: the Alps of Wisconsin.
1: Backpacker.com
0: Pinocchi? Pinocchi? Pinocchi's?
1: Yep. I don't know why I
0: just keep saying it. I man.
9: Not
0: yet. Huh. Yep. Good shit. That's cool. Well, dude, good luck this weekend. And uh, thanks for calling in the Rut Club Radio. You're entered in to win a Heated Hunt. So I don't know if you know what that, that product line is, but check out heatedhunts.com and uh, we'll put you in a drawing. I'll do the announcement tomorrow along with the one from last week that I missed because I got sick as hell. So, uh, oh. cool. Thanks, Alex. It's good to hear from you, buddy.
9: Yeah, nice to hear from you, too. We'll have to do some ice fishing this year as well.
0: I'll get out. I'll be out this year ice fishing for sure. I, You know, I'm a native of Lake Country, so I'll be at some of the lakes in this area. And I've taken it pretty seriously these
9: recent years. So. But,
0: yeah, <laughs> man, thanks for calling in.
9: Yeah, thanks for calling Absolutely. In. Talk to you soon, man.
0: All right. Adios. Good luck. Peace. Bye. I always want to say peace be with you.
1: Peace be with you. And with your spirit. May the farce be with you.
0: That's good. Three callers in uh, about 30 minutes. We're, we're live still. We'll, we'll hang out for a couple minutes. Sometimes we get a strago That pops in and we'll we'll extend ourselves a little bit here. If Eddie would quit licking himself,
1: uh, that'd be great. You should zoom the camera in on that. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I don't know how You do might that. get in trouble for animal porn or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: send it to Instagram. There you go. Here you go, Instagram Ed. That. Are you Insta famous, Ed? He will be now. Yeah, we're just wrapping up on this segment so we can go eat food, but uh, let me turn this camera around. Oh, hey,
1: Ed. You know, you depressed him. He's camera shy.
9: Ed, stay, know, stay in the
0: chair. Just look up. There he is. All right, here's the here's the,
1: the podcast. Nice podcast, Yeah, I got Ed. Ed. <laughs> Not we, Ed the Boxador, part Labrador, part boxer,
0: and he's sitting on the weird chair. That's what I call it. It is a little weird. Check out our uh, Instagram and Facebook if you want to see the podcast mascot, Ed. We do another call. Uh, we got a couple minutes for you, Bruce. Welcome to the show. You're live on the on podcast. How you doing, bud?
10: What's up, man?
1: So are you driving again?
10: I am. Can you hear me any better? I probably got a headset.
1: You must be driving because it's okay. I just know you're always it driving. Says big house, but we know who you are. So. <laughs> That's a big house. <laughs> <laughs> big house from Phoenix. Well, I, I got a. I, finally, I think I
10: finally got a headset, so it should be a little bit better.
1: Dude, I think I
0: think thank you, but I think we got a new. I know we call you Big you know, Big House, but I think we got a new nickname for you, Big House. Big House.
10: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Then you can play that Rage Against Machine song because I'm housing.
10: <laughs>
9: <laughs>
0: just, yeah, I don't about all that. Are <laughs>
10: yeah. so you,
1: uh, you, you over the road today or are you actually just driving in the old pickup truck heading for home?
10: No, I actually, I just finished my hunt up yesterday and I'm headed uh, out to Washington.
1: Okay, Back so you're westbound and down.
10: Westbound
1: and up. I'm going up north, uh, northwest. Yep. That's the uh,
0: opposite of eastbound and down. Right. So, exactly right. what's that guy's name on that show?
1: Gary <laughs> Reed. What's, what's the show name?
10: Yeah. Eastbound
1: uh, oh, and is down. It's
10: yeah. Oh, uh, no,
1: that's Desert. No, you're no. talking about. That's Smoke yeah. and bandits. Bandit. Yeah, you It's Bandit. Ah. You know, okay. We well, gotta
0: educate you. You need to. No, no, no. I'm educated as fuck.
10: You're right,
9: because of the <laughs> scotch. Bruce, dude, what's going on, man? <laughs>
10: Jesus. Oh, get nothing. on with I'm Just uh, going down the road, man. Got you guys popped up it's listening,
6: that's a hell of a you're buck, call
10: you
6: Yeah. Uh,
0: Any buck you get that looks big is big because you're huge.
10: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty stoked to have gotten it, man. I believe by far my personal
6: best. and I'm, I'm Personal best? Dude, Billy. Really? Oh. Shut the Definitely front door. That's pers- a big deal.
10: It's my personal wow. best for
0: Whitetail. Yeah. Is that the one that's in your profile yeah. picture on Facebook? Can I share it with the uh, audience?
10: Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Woo-wee. I actually, Look at that buck. I actually, I actually shot him last almost like the last 45 minutes or so uh, of daylight on Saturday night, and I recovered him uh, sun, early Sunday morning.
1: Yeah, okay. he's got a – yeah, it's sort of two brow tines. One is kind of forked, and the okay. other one is – it's really two brow tines. Gee, oh, yeah. Gee, Williker, man. Yeah, he's Look
10: got a good guy. character to him, that's for sure. I would say.
1: There we go. That's, that's a good cool. shot. That's neat. Holy Christ,
0: man! Congratulations. So, was he in rut activity? What,
10: what, what happened? Oh, I mean, yeah. We'll
0: need the diet version because we're gonna wrap up. Um And we'll yeah. get the full version so, later if you want to call back in. But
10: yeah, he, uh, he he was kind of rut activity over where we're at right now. They're kind of um, they're off their first set of does and they're out searching really hard for their second set of does. And uh, I was kind of banking on that on this property. And. He kind of came out picture perfect, man. I mean, I wish I would have done my job a little bit better, but uh, and been able to, you know, make that first shot. I, I ended up having to shoot him a couple times. Um, that's a long story, but it's kind of funny how it turned out. Uh, first shot was actually the kill shot. I just panicked. <laughs> that's gotcha. it. And, well, the uh, panicking
0: served you right. You Got him, and you shot ethics, obviously. Uh, so I'm sure you had no problem penetrating anything. Yeah, if you got that um, way to sign,
1: do that
10: out. again. Sure. Actually, ethics, obviously. So are, I, I know, I know you guys are standing up right now, technically, but I, you might want to sit down for this one.
1: uh Oh.
10: I shot him. I shot him with a gun. What? Yeah, Wait, well, did he did he would you shoot him with a shot. pistol? No, I shot him with a rifle. Believe it
9: or not. <laughs> what bay were you hunting?
10: Indiana.
1: Okay. Indiana is a
10: rifle.
1: Yeah. State. Yeah, so, are I mean, you, well, rifle are rifle on private. Are you, okay. Are you limited to a yeah. certain
10: caliber for deer? Uh, not anymore. Not on private. You're not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, think,
1: so, <laughs> I thought um, I had heard that. Oh. Ohio and Indiana were might have been limited. At least Ohio, I thought I heard that it was. They
10: are on public. Okay. Um, I don't know about Ohio, but I do know that um, in Indiana, on private, I mean on public land, it's you are limited to um, basically pistol rounds being shot out of a rifle rifle platform. Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, nothing. You can't gotcha. use any kind of necked ammo. that's necked at all. Um,
1: Straight wall cartridges only.
10: Straight wall cartridges, yeah. So um but if you're yeah, on private land you can use whatever you want. Basically. Sure. I'm sure there's a caliber limitation, but I don't own a caliber that high. Um because yeah. I know you can still shoot a three hundred wind mag if you want to. So perfect. Um I ended up taking this <laughs> one with my three oh eight.
0: Okay. Perfect. Congratulations, yeah, dude. I, was,
10: yes. I, I appreciate cool. it, yeah. Hey, I'm stoked. Don't get me wrong, man. We all know I'm a, I'm a big archery guy. I, I would have loved to have done it with my bow, man. Um, but sure. the properties that I was actually uh, going you... to that uh, where I was going to go bow hunt, uh, I talked to the, uh, one of the other guys out there, Adam. He's actually the, he owns all the leases out there. And I talked to him and said, I'm going to head over to this stand. He goes, you know what, dude? All the bucks have been showing up over at the mile, which is another farm, the neighboring farm. And we've only, we pretty much only gun hunt that thing. I mean, there's a few bucks that have been taken with a bow, but that was, like, pure luck kind of thing. Just the way it's set up, it's, it, there's just hardly any opportunity to shoot it with a bow. Because everything's so okay. wide open.
9: And, yeah, uh, yeah, sorry.
10: All the bucks have been showing up over there. And he's like, you got your gun with you? And I was like, well, yeah, because I actually just killed a doe and." uh... The biggest, oldest deer in my life I killed uh, last week in uh, Kentucky. I shot a doe, and I I don't know how old she is. All I know is uh, when I laid her next to two bucks, that were two and a half. One was a a two-and-a-half-year-old, one was probably a a three-and-a-half-year-old. She dwarfed both of them. She was 189 pounds dressed.
8: That's a big doe. Mm, Shit.
10: She was all Hard to drag. Big old, long. Yeah, yeah, well, I had to drag her 125 yards straight uphill to get her to the truck. That wasn't fun. But that's the oldest deer I've taken, and she's... The processor deals with a lot, though, over there. He deals with a lot of those deer. And he's like, man, that's probably one of the oldest goats I've ever seen. He thinks he... He thought she that's was... That's cool, man. ...in five and, five and six. For a doe, somewhere in there, that'd be a safe bet. I don't know for sure. I have have somebody take a look at her, but I did keep some trophy feet. doe. Yeah, I mean it's the biggest one I've ever. That's the biggest oldest doe I've ever shot. So I came off of that Boom. and came back over to Indiana and ended up taking the biggest buck so far that I've had to harvest. So pretty happy with it.
1: Yeah, the neck on the thing. There's a lot crazy. of rut
10: activity going on. Thirty. Yeah, it was eighth of an inch. It was 30,
9: 32 and seven-eighths on the neck. I don't know. Check that. Like it, wow. it that looks fine. I that. Right at
10: 30. It was just under 33 inches.
1: Wow.
9: Damn, Yeah, man.
10: Brian, I got tax number said he has to order a, uh, I actually talked to Trev over there, East Coast. bow oh, hunting and he just oh, yeah, yeah. taxed He was telling me. Yeah, he confirmed the same thing. I told him the measurements on that deer, and he was like, "Dude, that taxidermist can't even buy a whitetail form that big." Like, so when you oh, buy that a, might be a field deer, he's, he's got to buy a, a large field deer and yep. reshape it.
0: Wow, so, dude, that's something, yeah. huh?
10: Jeez, just yeah, he's just straight on earth with this thing. Yeah, he's uh, he's got a neck on him for sure, man. He was a warrior. He took three. 308 shots, three bullets from a 165 grain Hornady out of a 308. He took three of them like a champ. Got up three times and walked in the woods. Wow, beast.
1: He was a warrior. Oh, he,
10: did. he was a warrior, say. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I don't know. It was a good time. Well, Bruce, There's plenty of rut activity going on, man. That's for sure. It's still going on. Thank you, thank you. At least. Well, no well, dude, thanks
0: that. for calling in. I'm... I'm going to cut you short just because we got to we got to switch gears and get ready for the next segment. So, um, congratulations, man.
1: Yeah, congrats. It's oh, awesome thanks, appreciate and, uh, it. safe travels. Uh, get your safe. destination safely. Oh
10: yeah. See if we can't get Connor to to call in on the next segment. We got to call him out, and make him call in because he just shot a bandit. I have too, a feeling
1: man. he might.
0: He
10: works.
4: Yep. I have a feeling and he, he might be hard calling for in. It
10: too. I hope. He yeah, does. that boy he works, works real hard. He works hard. He works hard for his yeah. stuff, yep. man
4: yep
0: good guy but we'll find out stay tuned alright guys yeah sure I will take
10: care alright we'll talk to you guys
0: later adios bye bye right, so let's go and get into our where are you going what are you taking segment this is a once a year thing for the Wisconsin Gun Deer Opener We take calls from around uh, the country anyways, but most of the folks on today's show are from Wisconsin and we're pretty jacked to be going into the deer woods. So, anyway, let's get into it. Uh, Thanks everybody that called into the show. Appreciate it a whole bunch. Good luck this weekend. Stay safe. Have fun. Make memories. Tell stories. Do whatever you do at deer camp. Um, Enjoy the ride. That's all I got. Okay, so... Where are you going? What are you bringing? This is the show today. This is it. Yeah, we, it are, we are relying 110% on everybody calling into the show to tell us where they're going.
1: Yeah, so don't be bashful, don't what be shy. Taking? Call in, talk to us, tell us what you're bringing, what you like, what you don't like. Well, maybe we don't want to know what you don't like. What are you snacking on? Yeah. How are you getting through the sits? I mean, this is it. This is the, so especially for the folks listening out of Wisconsin, this is
0: the Wisconsin Gun Deer Opener. Yep. That's why we're we're blazing out in the blaze. We're all blazed up, blinged in, blinged out, oranged out,
1: looking like a pumpkin. Craig, where are you going? What are you bringing? Well, um, I should be asking you that question. I asked IAS first. Well, I'm going to Grant County, Wisconsin. I'm what are you bringing, bringing a freshly sighted in rifle. With a new scope? With a new scope. Okay. What kind I'm of rifle? Ready. A Browning A bolt that I've had since I was sixteen, but I've never ever put a good scope on it. An A bolt? It's the model. A bolt. Okay. Classic model for Browning. Hmm. What kind of action's on there? It's a bolt action. Okay, that's why it's A-bolt. A bolt. A yeah. bolt. I thought A bolt meant something different than I was no, thinking. No, not so not so much. I mean, you got a lot of your classic actions—the classic Model 70 from Winchester—and mm-hmm. you have the the Model 700 from Browning. Mm-hmm. The Able, the Able doesn't get a whole lot of recognition as like the Rifleman's Rifle because let's be honest, Browning's are a bit more expensive than your Winchesters and your your Remingtons. I mean, well, it's a of the model you got, but yeah. yeah, you know, you know, it's not uh, <clears throat> it's not a Weatherby; it, mm-hmm. it's a Browning. So I I bought this gun that originally I wanted to buy a Winchester Model 70. Okay. The model I wanted, they were out of them. They they weren't going to make them anymore. So a friend of ours that we bought the rifle through, uh, he was a a gun dealer, and he's like, you know, the Brownings really aren't that bad. I'm like, wow, the price tag's ridiculous. He's like, oh, no, I can can hook you up. We can get you Hmm. one for the same price. And he did. And it ended up being an A-bolt two medallion, a gold medallion, so it's got the nice nice wood if you looked at the pictures i it's did It's got beautiful that, that cool tiger striping mm-hmm. in it i always get a lot of compliments on that rifle um and in all the engraving in it and all that stuff but i've drug it through many a swamp and marsh around the north woods and here and shot plenty of deer with it so it's been a good gun
11: good to hear mm-hmm.
1: i'll answer your question
0: in a minute oh look at look at this guy oh look it's clay hey clay you're live on the where to hunt podcast what's going on buddy
4: Hey guys, long time no talk.
0: Yeah, yeah. I feel like we just uh, you're a return customer. It's been long. It's nice been a while
4: from you. It's been a whole hour, so I figured I miss you guys. You
1: know. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> way, because, way, way to good. kick her off. It sounds Sometimes. like you're going to be a missed fixture in Deer Camp this year, so you
4: might as well be yeah. now. So the nice thing about that, I might be bringing a guest with me next year. So you know, you don't get me up this year. Next year, I'll bring two of us. You know, so it's kind of a two-for-one. Clayton discovered how to call himself, (laughs) folks. (laughs) Keep that on the hush-hush, man, government experiment. So, no, I mean, we're talking about, you know, where we're going, what we're bringing, all that sort of stuff. So I'm planning on spending the second weekend of our two-week gun season out at my uncle's got 40 acres not too far from my house. Uh, so I was going to be headed out there. Um, they've got stands and blinds all set up and everything already. So I'm hoping to get, get out there for at least a few hours on Saturday, maybe Sunday. Um, and I'm trying to – I, I want to listen in to see what other people have as far as ideas for, like, what helps you get through the sit. So everywhere I go, I don't have, you know, out in the woods and stuff, I don't have a lot of good reception on the phone. So it's not like I'm sitting there checking Facebook or anything. Right. I and I feel every like – you-
1: and when you do, you're burning up battery, especially if you're in an area where cell reception isn't good. It's cold. Plus, plus it's cold, and you know what cold does to right, yeah,
4: yeah, my battery just goes through. I mean, it's like 20 minutes. I'm down 15%, 20%, and it's like, holy crap, you know, you yep. got to conserve that. So, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to listening to see what other people bring to kind of, like you guys said, bide the time. Yep. So, because I, I, I'll tell you what, I mean, especially after last week sitting from – Five thirty to six o'clock you know last weekend i it, it it wears you out it makes you so tired just sitting there everything you hear you're like what's that oh it's a damn squirrel again you know so i'm not really sure like what else to bring so if you guys have recommendations on stuff like i'm all ears
1: well i think one of the things is being comfortable right i mean you need to need to if you're going to sit if you like to sit a lot um comfortable seat for your stand um and i think layering up properly you know clothing wise is pretty important you know even if you're not wearing all your layers out which everybody will do right they'll we're all guilty of it we throw all everything on you throw your long johns on your a pair of jogging pants over them or something then you put your bibs on and all all the heavy jacket and you know like we're we're hunting i'm going to be packing a stand probably a backpack with some stuff um But that backpack can have space where I could maybe throw a pair of bibs. So rather than wearing my bibs out there, I'm going to wear my merino wool underlayers. And I'll have a pair of, I don't know, cotton poly blend pants over the top of that. Maybe a flannel or something or a hoodie. I don't know. We'll see what I I feel like wearing.
0: I've done Uh, in the past, um, I do long johns under my pants like like the long-john pants, mm-hmm. and then uh, like a long-john shirt, like a like a mid-layer, not like a super thick, but not the lightweight stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, in the past, I would just do like a wool sweater over that long-john layer, and then whatever put oh, wow. on on the top of that, like my bibs and my jacket. So that was good to wick moisture.
4: Well, I, and stay warm. I, I suffer from the similar, you know, shiny what, – what did you call it, Greg? Uh, the shiny syndrome?
1: Shiny thing syndrome? <laughs> yeah. Squirrel!
4: I, I, too, am a long-term sufferer of this, uh, so I get, it's not that I get bored sitting out in the woods, it's just, you know, after two hours or so, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not usually a very mobile hunter yet, right. I mean, it's something I, I'd kind of like to get into, but, you know, what else are you guys doing to keep your mind, Well, you know, you kn- kinda, going through? Well, plan- you kind of hit the nail on the head there, I mean, my, my stand
1: and stick setup is, is just that, it's mobile, so... I can, if I get bored of a spot or just say, you know what, this doesn't seem like it's going to happen here. I see deer moving further away, and they're not, there's not too much happening where I'm at. Uh, one, I'm bringing optics so I can kind of survey the area while I'm in the stand if I made the wrong choice. And two, I'm going to not hesitate. I'm going to get down from that stand, break it all down, okay. pack it all up, and move on.
4: That's and to you're not that's worried about... You know, leaving scent and spooking, you know, rustling up point, some deer and stuff like that. At
1: this point, with all all the stuff that you're getting into, I mean, it depends on where you're hunting, right? It depends on your style yeah. of hunting, what you're doing. But if you're in an area where you're using a high-powered rifle, you've got range out to 200 yards. If you can do that, you know, safely and accurately, um, or even 100 yards, that's still much more distance than with a bow. You know, you can make a you get away with a little bit of noise, it, Okay. Provided. You're not right in the bedroom, of course, but
4: <laughs> right. right. And I'm, I'm primarily using primarily crossbow so far this year and probably next year, and you know for the foreseeable future. I actually really like I enjoy crossbow hunting. I feel like it's uh kind of like a good mix between the two. Well, if you're proficient,
1: and, you know. It's all guys will rip on other guys for for crossbow hunters. I only rip on them just a little bit, but. If you don't feel as proficient with a wheeled bow or any any you know vertical bow, um, and you feel that the crossbow is more proficient for you and you feel way more confident in it, I would rather see a guy do that than you know have problems wounding deer and getting you know losing deer. It, it's just right. you're you're making the right call by going with different technology that makes you more proficient and and responsible as a hunter.
4: Awesome. Yeah, usually I mean when I was out with uh with Eric a couple of years ago, I think we were talking about two years ago, uh I mean it was a thirty thirty iron sight, you know, it was an old it's an old uh, Marlin mm-hmm. and uh you know it it I, I was not I was very, very nervous taking a shot at about seventy five yards with the iron sights, you know, and it was
10: Well if you had enough
4: practice. Yeah, I didn't have enough, that's for sure. I did not have enough practice. That's I'll tell you that right away, but, you know, it was, uh, I was definitely nervous taking the shot, and I'm actually, I was really surprised uh, to find out that I dropped it right on the spot, so I was, I was totally happy with it, but I think it was blind luck.
0: I went and check on him, and he's like, I think I got one, but I'm not sure, and then we walked over, and we find the exit, him, right? He's like,
4: I was sitting there for well over an hour. There's
0: no blood, there's no, no wound, What happened? You. He dropped it right where she sat, so she flopped on the side where she got shot, and it didn't Seem to come out. Yeah. And so I was like, why don't you scare it to death? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and we found the, the bullet and stuff. was <laughs> <It's> pretty funny. <laughs>
6: yeah, it's definitely good. I'll never forget this. Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it was a smell thing, man. I had no problems watching it and seeing it, but as soon as I smelled it, that was, oh, that was bad. You know what's funny?
0: three seconds into it. Mike's like, you know what? I'm going to have some beef jerky every time, every time. <laughs>
4: Well, that's you know we're all. I feel bad for Mike. I really do. I he might be listening.
6: You might be listening.
4: <laughs> I love you, buddy. If you are listening, but man, I I felt bad for him because he hasn't. He needs to shoot one this year. He needs to. We'll
0: see what happens. We got Greg coming along, so maybe he'll be a good omen. But hey,
4: Greg, we got another call on the line, so I don't want to make him wait forever. No problem, boys. Have a good night. Okay, I'll keep Dude. listening. All right. All right.
0: I think Clay dropped. All right. We got... Uh, oh, look at that. So, uh, Jeff with Low Creek Outdoors. Jeff, you've been a guest on the show. How you doing, bud?
8: Good, guys. How are you?
1: Good. Doing good. Thanks for calling in.
8: Awesome. Absolutely. Oh, we're jacked up. We're ready for this weekend.
1: Yeah? You got all your blinds and your stands and everything all set up?
8: Yeah, everything's set up. We're just waiting for the week to get over with and head up. Uh, we're going to be in Jackson County for the week. And... um uh, got my my youngest out with me again this year. He's 12. Cool. Uh, last year, he was done by 7:30 opening day. He had an eight-point buck already.
1: Sweet. Wow. You know
8: that doesn't happen every season. <laughs> oh.
1: Oh. But it was good. We'll, we'll see. He we'll see. That's <laughs> <his success> right <laughs> off the bat. That's that'll bring him back right. for more. And then then right. maybe this year he will starve a little and and he won't have quite the success. Or you never know. Maybe he's got a horseshoe in his pocket somewhere.
8: Absolutely. Um, we've been bow hunting quite a bit, so he's he's proven he can do four hour sits um, at a time. So um, what we do is we go in before you know about forty five minutes before light, and we sit all day, and that's something I've been doing since the age of twelve myself. So he's gonna have to do the same. Um, so there's some tricks to that. I wanted to share with the group if if you guys have got a little bit of time. Sure. um okay uh so what what he's using he's using a two forty three it's actually my my coyote gun it's a, a bolt action savage we shoot hundred grain um bullets out of it, so there's not a whole lot of recoil, so he's not afraid of any sort of um you know shoulder injuries while good. Shooting a gun. no yeah. that's, that's that's a great
1: gun, and if a good did. point if he places that bullet right it'll it'll go down just as quick as it would with a .06. six,
8: yeah. And that's what he did last year it was it was it was a great shot so uh he's gonna have that that with us um i'll bring my 30 out of six as backup um we have a a big game uh double ladder stand that we sit together in um you know we, we strap in with our safety harnesses and lifelines and up we go uh but man to get a 12 year old or to get anybody for that matter to sit all day can be challenging
0: Mm-hmm. yeah we were just talking we about that was talk- for the last caller
8: yeah, and and you you guys briefly talked about you know layering and layering is very important. <clears throat> Excuse me. And Greg mentioned about carrying in your heavier gear, and and that's that's a key key thing to work on. Is don't wear all your gear to the stand. You will be a sweaty mess by the time you get there. Yeah, sure. Um, one thing I learned early on is is cotton is not a man's friend. No, you know, we we stick to polyester layers, e- even our our underwear. Um, you don't want any cotton against your body absorbing that moisture and holding that moisture because it will impact your sit.
0: Yeah, my dad always so, says cotton kills.
8: Yep, cotton's a killer. It does, and I think, it would, you know, when when I was home with my dad, and obviously they didn't have the technical, technical clothing we have these days.
1: No, the even, years ago, but... you know, same here. When I first started off, it was a hand-me-down pair of long johns, and mm-hmm. I think it was my uncle's old hunting parka from, you know, the 70s that was – you know, lacking a lot of it, Here insulation. you go, kid. Here you go. All you sun faded right and here. hanging in the attic. Yeah. And, yeah it was a oh, yeah. I'm pretty and sure I was cotton
8: to head to toe.
1: Yep, cotton head to toe. <laughs> pair of uh, sorrel steel shank boots with the felt liners. Yes. And yes, you know, they only, were
8: two it, sizes too small.
1: Two sizes too small <laughs> or two sizes too big. I just like the pants that went with the parka, you know, Uncle Dennis's, uh pants were quite a bit bigger than me, so... You know, the belt was extra cinched, cinched extra tight to keep them things from falling down around my ankles. Um, exactly. Well, what else can we, can we find here? Uh, comes to gloves. You know, you always, I think I worked with a, a pair of uh, grip gloves from Farm and Fleet. You know, Dad had a kind of a wore-out pair that he would use for cutting wood. Here, you can use these. And then, right, uh, right. yeah, yeah. Some go, real go get them, kid. Yeah, go get them yeah do I get a flashlight? No, you know your way. Just get to step and right. find my way right. in the dark. Everything that goes crunch in the woods you you're kind of freaking
8: out right. so, well he, he's my my youngest son, so we've been through th- this once already um and obviously we learn as we hunt ourselves so um no cotton at the to toe uh polyester layers. We start with a a base layer that's semi insulated uh depending if it's cold out or not, then you go to a fleece mid-layer and then we have camouflage blaze orange outer layer which is your bibs and your jacket Um, the jacket um, remains unzipped your legs are unzipped everything's unzipped until you get to your stand you know keep that cool air circulating through your body Mm -hmm. yep Um, once you get everybody up in the stand safely um, it's all about keeping them busy Obviously, we all know if there's deer moving or if, if the squirrels and, and blue jays are busy, that, that helps pass time. Yeah. But there are those days where it's just dead, and that makes it tough.
6: Um, I mean,
0: I like—I t- don't mind looking at the, the back of my, the, the you know, the <laughs> inside of my eyelids from time to time either. Yeah. That's one way to do it.
8: Right. Um, but, you know, the last it's caller good. talked about cell phone coverage. Um, mm-hmm. That's changed sit, sitting all day severely. I mean, before that, it was. It, Days could be really long if you have coverage uh a trick that we use is keep your cell phone in your pocket with a hand warmer, keep that battery warm sure uh, that'll that'll double the life of your battery and then we also bring up these little uh lithium battery packs they're external chargers yep. they don't weigh hardly anything they fit in your pocket, and they'll triple your your phone life throughout yep. th- for the day.
1: And I actually have one that I'm going to bring with. You so. have one right there. Yep, and you got this nifty one right here. That makes a big, a big way.
8: difference. We tried the book last year. That doesn't work well with thick gloves. So that, that was a bust. <laughs> <laughs> Can't turn pages.
1: No, not so much. Maybe um, a Kindle. A cell phone and, But the
8: battery yeah. probably
1: would suffer the same symptoms. So, yeah.
8: Right. <laughs> um, you want to bring your snacks. You want to bake Staying hydrated is instre- extremely important. You know, even though mm-hmm. it's, it's cold out and you're not sweating, More
1: important your body's still
8: evaporating.
1: Think. Yep, you're, you're evaporating in the cold air for sure.
8: Absolutely. So make sure you're drinking plenty of fluids. Um, also, bring uh, we, we bring a bottle uh, to, to use for number one. Uh, that way you don't have to get down on your stand. And uh, there's a couple different manufacturers that, that sell bottles that you can like, hang right in your tree. Uh, we use those. To, get us through the day and uh if it's really cold out we'll actually bring uh, a blanket with us so that he can be in his suit and then if he needs it he can put the blanket across his lap it's a fleece blanket just kind of give a little bit of extra warmth for him sure Uh, probably the biggest thing for us is hot hands
0: uh we've got them in our that's it that's the that is the biggest thing
1: Nope.
0: can't i mean you put one on the back of your neck maybe you put some in your boots Definitely get some. I got one of those uh, quarterback, you know, hand-warming pouches. i got
1: one. I had um, them off.
0: You know, I don't, really, I don't really do a lot with, like, big, thick, you know, gloves. I just do some thin, shitty gloves. And I got that hand-warmer pouch with the hand-warmers in there, one for each hand. And at, at that rate, um, I'm feeling, like, pretty comfortable. You know, that's, yes. been, that's probably been the be- one of my best purchases ever. I've had that since, you know, my, know, my entire hunting career. My dad turned me on one of those things right out of the gate. It was just great.
1: Nope.
8: Um, so each of us have those. We've got the uh, hot hands that adhere to your chest. If you want to stick one on your chest, the ones that go in your pockets, the ones that stick to the bottom of your socks.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: Um, and that, that makes a huge difference. So, and then as far as food, you know, make sure that what you bring is something they want to eat, you know, so that he likes his beef jerky, he likes his Kit Kats. Um, a tip that we have is we always take everything out of the wrapper before we go to the stand so that you're not... Yeah, because it's frinkly
0: and loud, noise. yep.
8: Because when things are cold, they're, like, extra loud, and they're yes, trying they to open up a candy bar or something, you might as well just bang on a set of drums up there. <laughs> um, so that's something that we, we've we kind of figured out over time. And then, you know, we've been doing a lot of filming, so we have a, a little handheld camcorder that we bring with us, and we also have our tacticams, cams, monitor weapons, so sure. when there's not a lot of deer action, you can be filming other things just to sure. kill the time yeah
1: you're rolling yeah. some b-roll you're getting some b-roll footage for hopefully a an epic uh, epic event upcoming. coming
8: yes and, and i think day that, day, going back if, to the food
0: thing i think having some food that can be an activity so i'm a really big believer in the sunflower seeds because you can make an activity out of that you know chewing them up spin them out you know so now you're not filling your belly you're not making a lot of noise but you're doing some sort of activity there I think that's why I like sunflower yeah. seeds much. Something to pass the time. Yep.
8: Um, but at, at the end of the day, especially with youth, if they get to the point where they're miserable and want to go as hard as it is, you know, you want to hold them captive. So you, yeah. You let know. them
0: go warm up in the truck. You know, I remember there's times when I would hunt the Nicolay National Forest and it would be, you know, incredibly cold. Um, you know, I'd just go back to the truck, warm up, and head back out. And yep. crank the heat on your feet. Let it, you can get your boot, get Funny your feet thing. out of those
1: boots. I, I would kind of do the same thing when I hunted up by Spooner with my uncle. As you know, I was a teenager at the time, and you know, about 10 o'clock rolled around. You know, my feet start to get rigor mortis and start to get cold, and it's like, all right, I'm just going to get down and take a walk back to the truck. Maybe go, you know, see if there's some food in the truck or whatever. And it'd never fail every time I get down and go to the truck, I'd see something on the way right. or right. one standing standing in front of the truck. Yeah, or the tracks go right past, or the tracks go right past oh, the my boot tracks. Yep. <laughs> so.
8: One of our, our greatest tactics that we've somewhat perfected over the years is we stay put because come 10, 10 o'clock,
6: all I mean, the people really, are
8: getting yeah, down to warm up, yeah. and they're pushing. And
1: you hear back. a lot about it. and And I've experienced it, I know, and, and but not everybody does it. You You hear a lot of people talking about it, but. Clearly not everybody's doing it because there's, you know, the neighbors are, are getting up. They're getting restless by nine thirty, ten o'clock. They've had enough. Yes. And they do that's, the work for it.
8: Major. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, which is nice. On slow days, all of a sudden you'll see a ton of movement, um, especially when there's a Packer game on, you know, the, on Sunday. That's yep. always a good time to be in the stand because most guys are getting down to watch the game. We bring our, our uh, earpieces and listen to them on the phone or, or – uh, you know the Walkman when I was growing up, but that that's been interesting. But the thing is, is just make sure you dress comfortable. You know, keep everybody comfortable in the stand and have a good time and be safe.
0: Absolutely, yeah. The be safe is a big one. I mean, the the tree stand injuries are a uh, plenty. You know, that's usually the one. So you can go to the DNR website right now, and they have an injury report section. Um, actually, let's take a look. Wisconsin DNR injury report. Or whatever they call it, they have um hunting incident reports that they post, so I think I don't know if it's like mandatory that they have to report these, but um you can go look at them they're
1: twenty eighteen
0: they they even have them for twenty nineteen I think right now, maybe not. um what's this one here so yeah twenty nineteen uh if we go all the way down to the most recent one, the most recent one was albums. october twenty third Iowa public. Gunshot wound through lower right leg. Shooter and victim were squirrel hunting. Oh, that's yes, how we so want. Squirrel hunting. and injury left arm. Waterfall hunting. Gunshot wound to wrist. Okay, well maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. So
1: this is all all accidents.
0: Yeah, it is. Yep. Um, Not just tree stands. So it will be interesting oh. to go back into this page, DNR. and then if you just search hunting incident report, it'll show you this. But come into you know the the gun opener, it tells you.
1: Looks like there's more small game and waterfall. Ah, yeah. But if we
0: go back to last year, usually what you see in here are people falling out of the tree stand. Yeah. Or, you know, before they get into them, they're falling out on the setup yeah. of it and stuff. So There's so much of that going on, you know, with you
8: know, the 5,000 Facebook friends. I couldn't believe the amount of people who were posting about falling out of stands or having their ladder um, break. Or the straps break on their stand, so just make sure you get to your stand before season. Check everything out. Buy a lifeline. They're thirty bucks. You know, it, it's it's not a pride thing. It's not a macho thing. Strap in from the minute your boot leaves the ground, and stay strapped in. It's not worth it. Um, we use Tree Spider products. Uh, I have a very close friend who who didn't use it. I bought him a harness and in, in a lifeline. I said, "You're too important to me to lose. Here, this is my gift to you." And and he loves it. Now his dad's using one and his brother's using one. So get out there, spend a couple, you know, $10 bills and, and protect yourself because you need to come home to your family. That's your job.
1: Right. Cool. Jeff,
0: thanks for calling in, man. We're going to get to the next yeah, caller. No
8: good luck,
1: everybody. Appreciate Those Take are all good,
0: good advice. Have fun. Be safe.
1: Good luck. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Right.
0: We got uh, my favorite
12: trucker what's up chris clark what are you doing
0: talking to you (laughs) all
12: right all right so are we playing where are you going what are you taking
0: that's it man that's what we're doing
12: all right uh we collectively are going to the fine burg of westfield wisconsin and um i'm taking a jar of eggs pickled in beet juice some emodium and a digital copy of Dueling Banjos.
1: Wait, what the hell is a modium? we got to unpack this shit for a second. <laughs> You'll need the modium for after he's done gulleting that whole jar of pickled eggs and beet juice.
6: What the fuck? See?
12: Beet juice? <laughs> Have you ever had them? They're delicious. I bet they are. Right, so I've they had a pickled egg out. from
0: the bar that used to be called Pickled Egg in Pewaukee. Not good. I'm not a fan. I thought I would love it. It would, did not go well for me. I love I love uh, hard boiled eggs. I love pickles and pickle juice. Do you mix the two together? And I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs>
12: okay, then this is about a 50-50. You're either going to love them or you'll never have another one.
0: Got it. So, yep. And what the hell is Imodium?
12: Imodium? It stops you from pooping. Kind of blocks <laughs> don't wanna, everything you don't up. You do want to deal with that in the woods, huh? <laughs> that mess? Well, oh, protection. no, absolutely not. And the, and the and the and the copy of dueling banjos has to do with uh, the emodium. Actually, one of our one of our hunting party is probably the most regular guy I've ever met. Uh, by that I mean he ceremoniously every time we've hunted together has requested me to pull over so he could uh, so he could take a shit in a ditch.
6: <laughs> He's a ditch a real it's, ditch shitter, huh?
12: It, it's it's tradition. So a couple of years ago, when he did it, uh, one of the other guys and I cranked up uh, dueling banjos while he was shitting in a ditch.
1: Awesome! It's become
0: hop-caro. tradition.
12: It's, it's been it's been tradition ever since.
0: You ever see uh, you ever see uh, Super Troopers? Absolutely. Hey, you ditch shitter. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Do you need assistance? <laughs> <laughs>
12: That's great, man. What You're kind of what do you bring? What off. are you bringing for
0: guns and, and drinks and snacks?
12: Well, uh, I'm a sucker for a good bourbon, so uh, definitely gonna uh, have some bourbon going on there. Um, <laughs> snacks is like venison jerky because why not?
1: Yep.
12: Yep. Um, oh, yeah. The gun's a Savage 270 with uh, Vortex optics on it, and it is a dead ringer. She is Where's fantastic.
1: so good. The Wisconsin-made yeah. company, right? Two seventy it's just a flat-shooting rifle. It's a deer-killing machine. Oh,
12: oh yeah, oh yeah. It's fantastic. It is fantastic.
0: Cool, man. So you guys are leaving Friday, Saturday. When are you leaving? Probably Friday, right?
12: Uh Friday, Friday afternoon. The minute we get off of work. Good deal.
0: Good deal. Cool, man. Well, uh, we gotta get you some uh, decals for your trucks and stuff.
12: You know,
0: you'll, Absolutely. You'll probably, probably sport them.
12: Absolutely. All right. Well. Uh, good luck to you, boys. Thank you. you. Thanks and, for calling. Uh, be, be safe out there.
1: We will. You too. Shoot straight All right. and Bye-bye. don't uh, not to forget to wipe. What else we got? We're dry right now. We're dry. Kevin calls and just take a minute here. Take a minute. Take a minute. <clears throat> so having some scotch. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't
0: think I ever answered the question where am I going? What am I taking? No, you didn't. You I, I think shiny thing
1: syndrome again.
0: Yeah, I think we know we're going. I'm going to Grant County. Uh, I'm taking my thirty out
1: six uh, Remington 700, bolt action. I had, got
0: a Nikon Monarch scope on there.
1: I had the exact same gun for a while.
0: Shooting 150 grain, um, Core lock, something or other, silver tips, Winchester, blah blah blah. They're
1: over there. There's core lock made by Remington. Yeah, it's not core lock Remington. It's the silver one. But either way, it's well, a it's a more expensive bullet.
0: Like, yeah. It is not cheap. No. And there is cheap ammo, and this is not the cheap. Yeah, ammo. the core
1: is like a good old reliable, fairly inexpensive round that you can shoot. It shoots good out of most guns. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting. <laughs> you're gonna laugh. One, I'm shooting not a .30, I'm not, <laughs> not a 30 I'm out 6 i I'm shooting a .300 Win Mag. Okay. It's the only rifle I own, so, and I'm comfortable shooting it. I shoot good with it. I, you know, I like the gun. Okay. Um, But I've shot the cheap corelock stuff out of it. It shoots great. Mm-hmm. I've shot some of the cheaper Winchester stuff right on the money. I've shot some real expensive Winchester stuff. My gun has a tuning device on it. Yep. It's a muzzle brake that allows you to adjust the weighting, and basically it tunes it. You know, I don't want to get too involved into how it works, but you can adjust that muzzle brake so it drops those rounds in the pickle barrel. I don't like messing around with it too much, so I kind of find a round that works best. That's not super expensive. Now I've shot some really nice Hornaday. I'm I'm running some uh, some Hornaday rounds too this year, and it shoots the exact same as uh, the Winchester stuff does. Mm-hmm. And there's a little more zip to it and probably a little more knockdown power. Will I need it? Probably not.
0: No, I just, the accuracy is a big deal. So I found yeah. when I shot whatever generic Remington rounds, there were, it was like 20, 20 bullets in a pack, right? Yep, they're all 20 bullets, 20 and, rounds. And you know, I paid like 15 bucks. It's probably the core locked. Now I got this other silver or something or other, I think yep. it's the Winchester brand. I throw that in there and... Yeah, you know, I've found that I'm in contrast far more accurate, or, or at least consistently accurate. Yeah, that's probably the word I'm looking for. Consistency, Consistency is key. Yeah, and then so you know, bringing that and uh, definitely bringing a thirty pack, a bushel, as uh, the you betcha guy calls it, of uh, bush light. Although uh, it's been all the talk of the town that that PBR has released the hundred pack can. They did hundred can pack.
1: So are you bringing a trailer to haul that thing or I mean, what? like, holy shit,
0: man. <laughs> I used to be really into the PBR, PBR I me, mean, ACP. In fact, I actually really like PBR Light, which um, they make it. And there's a few like bars in Waukesha that serve it. So, um, but no, Bush Light's good stuff. We'll bring that. And then uh, I'll usually bring a bottle of something to pass around. Oh, yes. Scotch. You know, I, I probably would do a bourbon or a whiskey because it's easier to do the pulls.
9: Scotch. It's, I, I like sipping on my scotch. Here's you know, a um,
0: I don't, if I'm going to be pulling something, I mean, Fireball's a good contender. Oof. You know, gets you all warmed up. Okay. I mean, we'll see. It's deer camp. You know, like, we got another caller, though. Hey, look at that. We got uh, Jeremy from Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Jeremy, what's going on? You're live on the show. What's up, Eric? How's it going, bud? It's good.
3: How you doing? Doing good, man.
0: What what do you got going on? Fill us in.
3: Uh, Not too much. Just cutting up deer tonight and getting ready for the weekend. Fucking hey, You're cutting up a deer right now? Uh, I was. I just sat down to eat some dinner and figured I better uh, give you a buzz. I listened to Connor's uh, interview with you today, and I was just talking to him earlier. Me and him both uh, tagged out in three states this year, so... Awesome. You had some big goals, and you, you, oh, I mean, for those that don't
0: know, uh, we're talking to a fucking giant of a man <laughs> and a, mountain uh, of a man. A mountain of a man. I have to imagine when you set a goal, you fucking hit it. So uh, I can't say I'm surprised, but I'm sure it wasn't easy.
3: No, we tried, man. My goal was, uh, three bucks in three states, and I wanted to do, uh, two public land, and we got it done. So,
1: wow, we'd you- go aside from our own home. I
3: got to stand. Um, we did. I did uh, my farm in Wisconsin, and then we did North Dakota okay. public land, and then I did uh, Minnesota public land. Very cool. Wow. Yeah,
1: North Dakota is yeah. kind of a sleeper. Uh, I think there's it uh, was there's some quality stuff out there. It's gonna be a different type of hunting, I'm sure. Not like we have here in Wisconsin or even in some of the areas in Minnesota with a lot of timber. Unless I'm wrong, unless no. you did find some land that that was more timber.
3: I actually uh, did do a hang and bang in a in a tree. I was about eight feet off the ground, and it was about the only tree within 200 yards. Perfect. You don't have to be yeah. high
1: up. You really don't. As long as you got something to break up your outline, and a fella your size, you got a pretty big outline, so you've got to be just <laughs> you got to make sure you're not silhouetted. Yeah, yeah. That, that's tricky. Yep. No, that's something a lot of people don't think about, and is that silhouetting, when
0: yeah. I mean, you're looking at
1: a tree stand set up. I bet that was a blast. Yeah. It's something. Yeah, that everything think...
3: we seen was full velvet, so it was a blast.
1: Wow. Hmm. What time I take that was August or September you went?
3: Yep, August thirty first I shot him.
1: Wow, very cool.
3: Yeah, but no. Other than that, we uh, I'll be out this weekend, take my bow out again, and it's kind of nice in Wisconsin. You can bow hunt through guns, yep. so it's a you nice can. way to get another buck tag. Sure is. Okay. So well, are you are well, you? Um,
0: well, I mean, we've been out. We haven't gotten anything yet. We haven't. Yeah, I spent
1: fit. more time. So my situation shook out like this. We wanted to sell our house. I had. I knew I had some things to do to get it on the market. I spent time fixing stuff, and then we went on vacation to South Dakota in August. Before we left for vacation, we put an offer in on a house contingent. We would sell ours before we even had it on the market. Sounds like kind of a half assed deal, but that's how we rolled with it, and it ended up working out. But it kind of took a while, so we finally moved in, got our house sold, and then closed on our new house and moved in last weekend. So it's been hit or miss for me to get out and bow hunt. I'm a, I'm a bit off this year as far as having the time and 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 being able to put the time in. You know, last oh, year did,
3: good though. Yeah, you got Your yeah. priorities, right? At least house I over did. hunting. You know, <laughs> had to, had to do it that way. Got
0: to home fire, you know. Yep. So I've been yep. dealing with the the new baby and all that, has been keeping me busy. And you know, and it's one of those things where it's like, don't don't get it twisted. I'm not saying, oh God, I got to be home. Like I love being home, with my kids and my family, and uh putting time in the woods is actually starting to kind of go the other direction for me. Where I'm like getting pissed at the deer.
3: I'm like, <laughs> come no. on,
0: you know, you're <laughs> taking time for my family. I want to kill the shit out of you when i see you now
3: <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny you say that because you know you talk to some of these guys that you know i can't remember the guy's name but he, he had 30 some pope, pope and young deer killed on public land and they talk about him now and he said some of his biggest regrets are being away from his family to get those goals done when he was younger you know yep yeah that's and uh I think,
0: that's a sacrifice i'm not willing to make you know i I think Connor, I Connor
3: talked about it on your podcast about all the yep. sacrifices he makes, and yep. you know I I'm, I'm very lucky. My wife totally supports it. She's getting into bow hunting, but at the same time, this year was by far the most time I put into it, and yeah. and we we felt it at home too. You know, I mean i gotta I gotta take a step back a little bit because you let the home life go, and you, you know that's not a good thing.
1: No, I mean it's not just certain projects. It's all the emotions that are attached to those certain projects. You know, either you you always felt you wanted to get it done, or your significant other, just, you know, wants you to get them done because it would maybe help your quality of life a lot better. if, You know, a bathroom.
3: Yeah, a lot of guys. Or a lot of guys with kids. Once they come into the picture, you always hear quality yep. hunts over quantity hunts. Correct. So. Gotta, i got to work on that. I put a lot of time in the woods.
1: Yeah, well, and yeah. that's what's going to lead up to the quality versus quantity. You're going to put your quantity in now and start dialing in your spots, and you'll find new spots along the way too, which you can kind of file them away in your memory banks as well, you know, the ones that yep. you had the good yeah. experience. So, and then you just keep up on it and through your uh, late winter, early spring scouting and plan accordingly. That's all you can do.
0: Not right I think on, the scouting in spring is a big deal because then when you get that time, your time is spent just going to the spots where you've scouted rather than trying
1: to do both in season, which can be more time consuming to yeah. kind of fit it all in. I mean and I think it's worth doing some in season scouting, like you you decide to go hunt for a day, right? You go throw throw a sit at a piece and maybe your first sit's an observation sit or you're just not really sure if you're reading the sign right, so you, you pick something that's close and you sit that for the morning and if you can maybe, you know, if you decide you have to leave to go take care of something but you plan on coming back for the evening hunt, then you can kind of go, well, I've already been here. I saw movement over there. The sign looked better over there. Maybe I need to throw a sit at that instead. You know, you're just kind of helping yourself out. And it's always that stuff always changes too, you know, mm-hmm. with, with oh, pressure I, and crop rotation. Oh, I like, agree. We gotta deal with pressure. How
0: far are you on your uh, on your on your gear right now?
3: Uh, I got about I got the hindquarters left on my last one. This is my fourth one I'm cutting up. I did give one away.
0: Sure. Nice. Good for you, man. So your hand's a little uh you got one good hand right now or what? <laughs> <laughs>
3: yep, yeah. No, it's going good though. I I'm hoping uh I I hit my goal, but I'm kinda greedy and I'd like to get one more now that I have another buck tag, so sure. We'll see if we can get it done this weekend. Well, yeah.
6: hey, wh- and where are you out of again? What state are you out of?
3: Uh, Wisconsin, and I hunt I'll be hunting about an hour north of Lacrosse.
6: Okay. Cool. Is that buffalo?
3: Uh, it's not buffalo, it's Jackson. Okay.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm going to
1: Jackson. Jackson, Trumpelo, yeah. all good areas to go, yeah. so. Yeah,
3: you got well, it.
0: Well, uh We'd love to get you in here in the studio Um have you talk about some of the way you set goals, how you accomplish them, how you hit them, uh, your success as a deer hunter. And just as a, as a fitness guy, I know you're really into that. I think you run a page called, does is it, is it fit to, what's your page called?
11: Uh, at Lift to
0: Hunt. Lift to Hunt. Lift to hunt. See, I knew it's going to be wrong because I'm always wrong. And, but, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll
3: just right. do it for fun. Me and my wife are pretty into into it I but i mean honestly we just lift so that we can eat whatever we want nice
0: <laughs> nice man well dude thanks for calling into the show appreciate it a whole bunch thanks for tuning in the episode with connor um and we i'm just glad people listen
3: yeah thanks for your. yeah no problem man cool well hey, good, good luck, luck with when, the rest of the book okay there. guys yeah, yeah, thank you too, man take care all right sounds good bye guys right. bye bye-bye
0: We got one more in the queue,
2: a couple minutes left, get that one out of here.
0: Hello, you're live on the Where to Hunt podcast, who do we got?
6: Eric, it's Kurt, man, how are you?
0: Oh, what's up, man? I thought you were a prank caller, I was going to drop your call.
6: (laughs) Oh, man, I'm sorry.
0: It said Jenna T or something
6: like that? Jenna T,
1: Hurt
0: Mine. Jenna
6: C, Jenna C. Oh, Kurt Mine. It says Hurt Mine. I was like, no, he's just Joker. <laughs> and then Jenna T
0: was kind of like, this has got to be Dude, a prank call. you to educate this thing. <laughs> Dude, it, it hung up on me the first
6: time. So. It,
0: that was me because it came through as just seven or something. I'm like, nope. But then I saw a call again. I was like, all right, I think this is a real caller. You hung out and stuck. We get prank callers now, by the way. Or a
6: consistent prank caller.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, dude, we get context. I call them them contextual prank callers. Yeah. They'll call in and like, oh, dude, I got this story, man. I was hunting (laughs) the deer. And then they go on and on. Next thing you know, then they drop the hammer. You're like, damn (laughs) it. You just (laughs) never know. You just never know. (laughs) Well, you were part of deer camp last year. What are you doing this year?
6: Dude, this year, I am uh, literally going to walk out my door, down my trail, and go sit my stand like 65 yards from my house, and I can't wait.
0: Nice. <laughs> dude, you got a beautiful property. So, Kurt is where I hunted on okay. Sunday.
1: Yeah, that is a nice property. Totally.
0: Yeah, I shared it with uh on yeah, Access, uh, so he could tell me if I was right or wrong about what I was thinking. Don't worry, I won't be over, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> or he's got Dad, like I'm
6: excited. I'm a big dog excited.
1: in the world. You got a miniature horse for a dog. I'll bring a saddle.
6: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He won't let you do what, that, but you could try. <laughs> what are you gonna shoot? What, what are you gonna
0: smack on? What do you got going on?
6: Um, I am gonna be shooting twelve gauge and uh, snacks. I, I haven't even really thought about it, man. Um, like I'm what? actually, my thought is wake up early. I'm taking my eleven year old with me, and yeah. then go sit for a few hours come back in and have, like, a proper breakfast and do some do some stuff around the house and then go back out mid-afternoon.
1: You're going to need to have something to entertain that 11-year-old for at least the first hour of daylight. So I'm thinking peanut M&Ms. All oh, right.
6: I'll, I'll, I'll take your advice.
1: Remove them from the bag first. You put them in a Ziploc or something. Yeah. Something yeah.
6: left. He actually Wait. last year he sat with a friend of mine out in Cedarburg, and uh, he prepped him and just said, "Hey man, when we get in the stand, you just need to sit still, not make any noise, no talking." And he just sat there like a robot. Really? My friend said he didn't he didn't budge, he didn't move, he just sat there, and they ended up getting a pretty decent buck.
2: Sweet. So. Okay.
6: What well,
0: we'll that? Yeah, and you got. You said you got some bucks running around on your property, right?
6: Yeah, yeah. When we were setting the stand up, one. Uh, we we literally just shoot one shoot one right out of the woods and then uh, a friend of mine was in the woods and he saw one uh, a different one he said it was much larger than the other one we saw but it was right at dusk and he didn't have a clean shot on it so he didn't take it uh, that was with bow obviously so cool so Hell we yeah.
0: shall see yeah, I feel a good, good sit at it out there and nothing then I started walking out through the thicket you do that's a thick property you got there.
6: I could, barely, yeah, dude. I got
0: myself literally stuck in like some tree shrubbery craziness going on down in the swamp bottom. I was like, I can't even freaking move. I had the Cadillac on my back, and uh, then I was like, shit, I forgot my bow.
1: The Cadillac or the I, Hugo?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I decided to go back and get my bow, and then and then I found an e- slightly easier path out. <laughs> but uh, on the way yeah. out, I saw. Like, the beds, man, tons of beds. I mean, you definitely got deer bend down in that area. Yeah, if
1: it's thick, you that's got prime bedding area. That
0: tree that I was in, you got rubs right along that path there, so they're rubbing it up. Nothing. It didn't look too big. I didn't see any super tall rubs, but I mean, you're definitely gonna have your your
1: you're gonna have a shot at something, I think. Especially if you keep well, that pretty unpressured, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be money.
6: So, I'm talking to my neighbors around here, and everyone, not everyone. Let's say 50% of the people hunt their land and okay. every single year they get multiple deer so it's uh i've had a couple sure. people knock on my door and ask if they can hunt um <laughs> but pretty much if, if you're not if you're not eric you're not hunting
1: so, <laughs> it's
6: like the only <laughs> private property i've ever gotten permission to hunt
0: Like <laughs> uh, we've become good friends over the years so like i'm not going to squander that at all no we're gonna Take go advantage. build a tree stand this this spring i think there you go
6: heck so, yeah that's cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. And so if I do get one, I'm going to attempt butchering it myself as well. So I want I, I want the full experience.
1: It's not a bad thing. I've, I've been doing it ever since pretty much I could walk. My dad worked for a meat cutter and learned how to how to butcher deer. I'm not saying how, everything he does is probably the correct way, but, you know, I, I've learned a few other things along the way on what to do and what not to do. But uh, it's not bad. And, you know, it's even more fun when you got a group. Like last year I had a group of guys. I'm the only one that shot a, a deer, I believe. And we all, you know, it's like ants on, ants on an anthill. You just, everybody goes at it with a knife. And, you know, before we know it, we had it all in quarters and everything laid out, hide off of it. And, you know, they're asking me how to how to trim it off the bone. Super so, fun. Yeah. It's, super,
0: it's a great process, good process,
1: and everybody learns something.
0: Dude, Kurt, thanks for calling in, but I'm going to bring you, I'm going to bring you next call, so I'm going to let you go, but good luck this weekend, buddy. Stay safe, have fun. Yeah, good luck out there, Kurt.
6: Yeah, yeah, man. Same to you. Same to you guys. All, All right, right, bud. Adios. Take care.
0: Greg, you're live on the Word Hunt podcast. What's up, buddy? What's going on, Eric? Greg, meet Greg. Greg and Greg? <laughs> two Two Gregs don't be... make it right. I know. Oh boy!
1: This oh, will be a confusing boy. deer camp at all. Uh, <laughs> Greg's coming. With yeah, us. Greg. Greg. Greg's coming with us. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yep.
7: Going good, man.
1: Yeah. It's it's going. going. What are you bringing?
7: Uh, well, I'm bringing a uh, Remington 308.
1: There you
7: go. Mm-hmm. I just you know where uh, going. excited in. Yep. Why uh, losing?
3: Why losing? state
7: parked. a girl. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I went shooting with uh, Joel actually last week Saturday uh sighting it in and it's uh it's ready to go we're
0: ready to go beautiful well i mean but you and you're a lefty
6: so, so cool. yep
0: um but mm-hmm. you can shoot righty too. You're ambidextrous and uh, you're probably one of the better marksmen i've ever met cool
7: <laughs> well thanks man
0: <laughs> people give you their guns for you to sight them in so you might not be the best deer hunter but you're definitely the best freaking marksman in the woods so we're not gonna have a problem with you this year shooting any freaking deer no.
7: No, I'm the city slicker. So Joel said it's because I haven't developed any bad habits. (laughs) Probably the case.
0: Well, you got trained by the best of them. I mean, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I'm trying to coax it out of here. I'm just waiting for you to tell me what I want to hear. I I don't want (laughs) you to.
7: Why are you such
0: a good shot? Why are you such a good shot? Are you talking about like the military or something like that? Yeah, but yeah, but even specifically the particular job you did in the military.
7: Sure, sure. I was a machine gunner back in the day.
6: That's why you
0: shoot like nobody's fucking business.
6: Right.
7: And that's why, uh, you know, you shoot the machine guns right-handed. So I shot those right-handed and, you know, the M16 left-handed,
0: so. Yeah, I know you never just tell people, so I had to make you tell us.
7: (laughs) Yep, yep, I figured, so.
0: Well, we'll get you, we'll get you some, a tin of chew so you can dip your heart out and, uh, We'll put you in front of some deer, and and you can you can help us bring them home.
7: Right, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. So I have uh, I actually have my wife sitting right next to me. So, Angie
0: <laughs> uh, and, he, and uh, Greg, we'll will probably either have you drive with Joel over here, or we'll come pick you up. But we're leaving Saturday. Sorry, we're leaving Saturday. Friday Friday Don't morning. Do it. <laughs> we're leaving Friday late. morning at uh, nine nine thirty or eight eight thirty nine. That's what
1: I meant. To He's say. already gonna have us running late for opening day. That's no good.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I'm podcast. Gonna, I'm right. gonna have to commandeer your vehicle. Jeez.
0: <sighs> yep. So that's it. That's what we got. We got one caller behind you, Greg. I'll uh, I'll hit you offline, and I'm super stoked you're coming this year. Someone had to make up for yeah, Clayton.
6: Yeah,
0: the only person I is Kulat. I can't believe it. What is Kulat? Did he call or no? Yeah, but I do have someone behind you named Mike. So I don't know if that's oh. the Mike that we're looking for. Um, Roger. All
7: right. Well, have we'll fun. Talk. Take care, guys. All, All right, right. We'll
0: see you. Adios. Bye. Do 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 do. We got one other caller, Mike. You're live on the on Podcast.
5: What's going on, guys? It's Mike Kretschmer. How are you doing?
1: Mr. Kretschmer. Oh, you you got someone you know. Well, I know who he is.
0: Well, you
5: know, I've never met
1: But you know, I no, to be-
5: we're I'm uh, right down the road from you guys, so we got to hook up one of these days. We rock should.
1: on! Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm in Harlan. Yeah, so, yeah, you're killing time
5: but, outdoors. Yep, yep. I'm yep. actually just uploading a new ice fishing uh, episode here finally. So, sweet. But I will, yeah, I'll be uh, hunting up in Washington County. Uh, I got okay. my trusty BPS shooting uh, Hornaday SSTs. They are uh, they're deadly. I mean they they are by far the best round out of a. a in my opinion, out of a rifled barrel for a shotgun. I mean, they've been around for a while. They're just deadly. I've shot, shot them out to 100 yards. They're a great round. If you haven't shot them, they're something to give a try. And then I got a brand-new, this year, a brand-new Odd 6, uh, a Weatherby, and I'm shooting the Hornaday Precision Hunters out of it. Um, it's, a, it's a it's a good gun so far. I'm hoping to shoot my first year this year with it and shooting a, a Vortex, Optics on it, so it's something new. So I'm gonna take them both vortex. with me and. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. I just I just hung a new uh, vortex on my Browning, so. so Mike's shooting too, my yeah. buddy Mike. It's a nice scope yeah. for the money. I mean, you pay quite a bit more for. I mean, I like Loophole scopes. Don't get me wrong; they're a great scope, but for the money, Vortex is really a, a, a nice optic, and I'm, I'm looking forward to using it. So,
5: but I'm yeah, lucky with i I'm, Yep. On my uh, slug gun, I have the you know the shotgun scope for the the Leopold, and that thing is just awesome. And then I went with the Vortex this time. I have a pair of binos that I absolutely love. I love their warranty, Wisconsin product. So oh. I went with that, and I've been happy with it. And we'll see what what happens on Saturday. So, and then yeah. I'm gonna pretty much take my kid on um, on Sunday afternoon. He's 11. He went with me last year when I shot that big one. Got lucky with my lucky charm and. Sweet. So um, cool. it's his turn. That's cool. So, yeah. Very so and neat. then we'll do a little waterfall hunting in between Thanksgiving and and get out for the second weekend. Lots time to so. Good for you. It's Time to go. Yeah, to water,
1: I, we'll do waterfall hunting because everybody's in the woods chasing the buck. And sure. You could be out there yeah. blasting some awesome green heads or shooting uh shooting any of the the puddle or the uh diver ducks that are coming through Gold yeah, There's a lot yeah. of types of birds. Yeah
2: he's
5: been really getting know. into that so I'm whatever he wants to do i'm like that's like i'm i've been hunting so long and it's just it's on to what him and the boys want to do and i'm just all for it whatever it is. they want a waterfall hunt they want a deer hunt whatever he wants to do i'm i'm game for it but awesome. i just wanted to call and say hi i've been listening to the last couple of weeks and i'm jonesing to get back out there i shot my buck early this year and yeah you did you I'm shot a monster little jack yeah i got lucky with that one that was a that's a Lake Country deer. He, you know, I had the barometer right and wind right, and he, I passed up two probably in the 125, 130 range, kicking myself thinking I'm crazy for passing these deer for yeah. the areas I hunt. And he came out right after they did, and I'm like, give me. So, yeah, it was definitely a, an awesome opportunity. Sweet. So, But, all right, you gentlemen, have a good night and good luck. You too, thanks for and, calling in, man. Yeah, no problem. We'll talk and let's you hook should. up and maybe we'll maybe I'll jump on the show one of these nights. We'd That'd love awesome.
4: it. Absolutely. So, all let's right. Talk all to right. you later. All, all right.
5: right. Bye bye.
0: Hey Joel, you're live on the Weird Hunt podcast. What's up, bud?
11: Not much. I just got uh, kids down, so I thought I'd tune in and uh, I'd call in right away. You you're alive. How of the night, going?
0: Well, you just missed Greg. Oh, and glad Curtis.
1: I just got in. <laughs> So we had almost the whole entire yeah, group on. Yeah, We just need my dad
0: and uh Mike to call in, but we're not gonna wait around for those
1: goofs. <laughs> oh yeah. Well,
11: I appreciate you waiting around for me then.
0: <laughs> you're yeah, I guess you're less goofy, maybe more goofy. I don't know. But you got a buck with the bow, the crossbow, right?
11: Yes. You know, yes, I did. Rats. So it a, a, the hardest shot. I I don't like taking a front on shot, but I had to take what I could get, so
0: <laughs> Well you got the job done,
1: right?
11: Oh yeah, it, it worked phenomenal. I, I had perfect shot placement, so it worked out good. So,
1: excellent.
11: You know, and it helps when the bow is sighted in. You
0: know, pound and pound. Yeah, you just you sure. got them from a, a spot and stock, or how'd you how make it happen?
11: No, it was uh, I was actually hunting uh, one of my buddy's ground blinds. It was uh, on the edge of a cornfield that they kind of travel qu- quite frequent. So, he had the blind set up for his daughter. She's the uh, one I called the other week or whatever. And yep. Talked about how she killed that four-pointer. That's the same stand that she was in, and that's where they travel. So, you know, he had it all set up for her, and now she'd gotten her, so now I can hunt that property because I kind of laid off that property so that she could get her deer first. So,
6: Cool, dude.
0: So uh, where are you going? What are you bringing for a gun?
11: Uh, I'm going go to go uh, out west to the west side of the state, you know where. I'm going to go out there, bring my gun and my vest, and that should be all I need.
0: That's right. The v- so
1: I'm wearing it. <laughs>
11: yeah, you, you got to wear the it, vest. Off. I'm about to brush mine off tr- and get the cobwebs off it, so it only Greg, comes out for uh, for the special hunts.
0: Joel, why don't you tell Greg here the the tradition behind the vest that you started?
1: And before you get started, that's usually what I hunt out of is my game vest. So I I use it for squirrel, rabbit, pheasant, and deer Yeah, hunting. I've had it's to, like just yeah. easier to move. <laughs>
11: But anyway, yeah, well, this is a this is an old school denim vest with a little wool lining that's pretty well worn out completely. I got it oh. from my uncle. Is Lisa, this a blaze The it. partial guy tuxedo? Type.
1: Yeah.
11: No, no, it's a it's a straight uh, Southern tuxedo. You know the denim tuxedo. little jean jacket with little buttons in the middle. You know it fit me when I was twelve, and I'm still trying to wear it. I can't button it no more, but I still wear it. It goes underneath my hunting okay. clothes.
0: Old habits die hard. We we determined. Oh, yeah. You you heard the story of the the buck that got sniffed out of the woods that Joel sniffed out. I did. But he didn't sniff it until totally disconnected from each other. I put on my vest. And when I put on my vest, I shit you not, within one second later, my phone rings and Joel says, I think I found your deer. Everyone that got a deer was wearing a vest. I didn't find my deer until I put my vest on.
1: Then you better wear the vest.
0: So we're just saying, we're folks, vest. you
1: got to wear the vest.
11: Is. The oh, vest yeah. I, I wear that. my vest every time I go out, you know, for a special hunter. So, I should be wearing it for bow season, but I don't for some reason. It's <laughs> so probably where I got <laughs> skunked last year.
1: Could be. So
0: that's our deer camp, uh, I don't even know what you want to call that, tradition? No. I don't know, you superstition?
1: Wear- You're not cool Yeah, I, you
11: wear yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's pretty much been it. I mean you don't wear a vest, you kind of get shunned a little bit in our deer camp.
1: <laughs> well,
0: uh, I'm in good company. I'm well, not
11: shunned, but, you know. Well,
0: Jill used to get shunned for wearing the vest, so now the tables have turned. Yeah. He really started it off. Oh, up, yeah. So. Better.
11: Everyone <laughs> knocked it at first, and then I started racking up some deer here and there, and suddenly everyone starts wearing vests, and everyone starts getting deer, so it seems to be working. Super funny.
0: <laughs> well, Bud, I can't wait to see you uh, Friday morning and drive on out, so... With that, you're our last call of the night. We're going to let you go and we're going to wrap this beast up. Yeah, I get to shake all hands right. with
1: the deer sniffing legend. That's right. Are you kidding <laughs> me right now?
12: Are <laughs> me right now? All
1: right, Joel. All, all right,
11: right. Sounds good. I'm glad I got the call in. So off to yeah, you. Thanks for calling. Pull it up man. and listen to it once it gets posted. There we go. It'll be up tonight. The podcast. Awesome. Sounds good. All
1: right. Well, all right. Later. <laughs> Where did you do right, that? Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, I took it where we always did. Yeah, you went above and beyond.
0: Uh, uh-huh. To infinity
1: and beyond. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, hey, folks, that's the show. That's a wrap. You got anything to wrap up with? or I got nothing. All right. Other than be safe, be kind to your fellow hunters. Yeah, have fun your out safety there. safety harness mm-hmm. if you're climbing a tree. hmm Be sure of your target and what is beyond. I mean, I don't know. We keep going on with all sorts of hunter safety. Cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, keep your fingers
0: straight off the trigger until you're ready to fire. Yeah, and, you
1: know, all that good stuff, but... Yeah.
0: Thanks for tuning in, folks. You have a good night. The uh, Podcast will be live in uh, a little bit. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. See you later. Tip of the week. If you made it this far, you're a diehard. I'll say it every time. Well, I probably don't say it every time, but, you know, close to it. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for tuning into the show and i'm happy that we have listeners and people that call in it's pretty exciting on our end to to talk with people Uh, again the mission of the podcast being uh connecting public land hunting enthusiasts i think we're doing a pretty okay job of that so again appreciate it thanks for the ratings and reviews and the tip of this week is to have fun have fun out in the the woods this weekend make some memories uh don't overthink it try not to get bored, try to stay warm, make some memories, be safe, know your target and beyond. Um, just, this is it. Like we, we wait for this all year long. We look forward to it all year long and after it, things kind of, you know, die down for a little while after the blaze orange army kind of combs through the woods. So it's going to be a little while for the woods to reset. So this is your time to capitalize with a, a rifle in hand or a shotgun and just you know, enjoy the time of field, you know, um, that's really the tip of the week. It's never anything great. I, I don't have any other tactical tips this week. You know, uh, at some point we'll probably get into some more tactical tips, especially once we get into post season, but right now it's have fun. So, uh, again, everybody, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great day, a great week and, uh, you know, get outside, have fun and, come uh, I'm public.